Hello and welcome to the Geek and Review Podcast. I'm Jeremy Pappas, alongside, as always, a man who, as his own lawyer, has a fool for a client, Mr. Russell Jones. You know, that's the benefit of having a brother that decides to go to law school. <laughs> you never have to be your own lawyer? No, not really. But then your and, brother would have a fool for a client. And I know a hell of a lot of lawyers through him. That's nice. What are you up to, man? Not a whole lot. Sipping my coffee and enjoying the end of the week. Oh, yeah. Trying this could not have ended any yes. any any sooner, or Absolutely not. it could not have. I've been trying to uh, reconcile my in somewhat decent need to watch the Olympics with NBC's complete and utter horrible lack of understanding of the way that live streaming should work. Yeah, and and you know that's I, I've had a lot of people complaining about the way that that they're doing Olympics coverage, especially. When it comes to Olympics, Olympics coverage that you can watch online, one thing that I was kind of struck by and, and found to be extremely stupid was I went on tonight and wanted to go watch the opening ceremonies because I was out of town uh, when, when it was actually all going on. We went over to, to Altus, Arkansas to, to do the annual Grape Fest, and I wanted to get on and watch the opening ceremonies. I heard they were going to be really interesting, and they were going to have kind of like a hobbit village in the middle of the thing, and and that kind of got me interested. You can't find it. Cannot, yeah. Can't find it anywhere. I, I looked everywhere. Could not the the only thing I could find on there was a full what appeared to be a full clip on YouTube of the whole thing, um, but it was the quality was so god I mean it was the quality was so god awful I couldn't watch. Tell me why I can't go to OlympicsNBC.com and watch. In, there's not a big box that says watch the opening ceremony right here. Yeah. Why why can't I do that? Why can't I do that? There actually is at this moment. There is if now? You, there wasn't last go, night? If you go to NBCOlympics.com, at the very top, it says watch, and it has stuff cycling through, and it says watch opening ceremony, uh-huh. rings on fire, James Bond and the Queen, blah, blah, blah. I swear this was not up last night. No, it, it took time. It took time for them to process it and put it up, and they probably had to wait the full – because here's the thing. NBC is agreeing we have to wait the full 24 hours after it happens before they post it, I think. I know that's the way. I know that's the way it is with TV. Coverage. Why would you do that? Yeah, YouTube is working with them, and I know that it's a, and I and I don't think it's the full twenty four hours. I know that it's twenty four hours for TV affiliates to broadcast and rebroadcast the stuff. Um, so YouTube might have it up slightly quicker than that, but it's still overly long. Here's here's the bit that ticks me off the most. You go and you click on watch live, and the first thing it asks you is enter your provider and then enter the password and name given to you by that provider. Well, I don't have a TV provider. I don't have any provider. I have I have over-the-air antenna. I have internet, but I don't have cable TV. So I, I haven't like dug in to see if you, if you get internet from us like Cox, then you can get this as well, but – it still ticks me off. It still ticks me way the hell off. It makes because... no sense. It's the Olympics. It is the it is the worldwide event that everyone should be able to to watch and and access and enjoy. It's not right. the Super Bowl that has a governing body that, you know, makes money off of it and that's the way they do their business. You know, it's not the World Series. 
It's not a Britney Spears concert. It is an it is a world event. You know, and the World Cup, you don't have this problem with the World Cup. Mm. And I I hate the world. I mean, I, I don't give two shits about soccer. But you don't have this problem with the World Cup. If you want to watch the World Cup, you just watch it. It's there, and you watch it. You'll go, hey, here you go, World Cup, and I'm watching it. Yeah, I, and I know I, that, it, it's I know really there frustrating. Are... Yeah, and there are pirated live streams out there that you can watch it on because I know they got kind of passed around in a few places, uh-huh. but they're so full of, for me, pop-ups and encoder download messages, mm-hmm. which, are, which are just links to virus-filled havens that I just can't do Yeah, it. and you shouldn't, you shouldn't be forced, especially with something like the Olympics, you shouldn't be forced to essentially go get your Olympics on the black market. <laughs> right. I mean, you should – There, there's no reason – you shouldn't be able to watch it. The shitty thing about having the Olympics in London is that it's like a seven, eight-hour time difference from yeah, the I US. I think it's six-hour from us. Yeah, it's, it's right around in there. And yeah. uh, it's just going to be really a pain in the ass when you want to watch something that's not, you know, that's it, happening in the middle of the night as far as where, where we are, first thing in the morning. And yep. you want to go watch, you know, taekwondo or beach volleyball or whatever you want to watch. Yep, so. here it is. For Cox, to view NBC Olympics online, on wireless devices, and on Cox On Demand, customers must subscribe CNBC and MSNBC via Cox TV Essential Package or higher. Sawed off. Yeah. You are a broadcasting over the air. I can watch you for free over the air if I want to. Yeah. I should be able to watch you on the internet for free. Yep. You sodding monkeys. I just, I, I has me don't so get it. so ticked off. I know, I don't get it. I, I really don't understand it. So. And the thing is, the other reason why it has me ticked off is because this is the direction, unfortunately, that some live streaming is going for big play, big people like NBC mm-hmm. to keep revenue on their on their you know stuff that they put out on their content. Because if people are moving to the internet to watch the stuff, and we're like, oh, you're going to have to pay us up front as it is, you know, with your with your cable TV subscription, otherwise. You can't access right. this stuff. They're trying the only to thing gate it's gonna do everything is it's gonna... behind yeah. their existing product, and it's not gonna. It, I mean, it's not gonna last long. No, because the people who would watch this stuff are gonna go find pirated stuff elsewhere right. because they can, and they're knowledgeable, and that's what they're gonna do. Your the people that you are putting this towards are smarter than you, and they're going to find ways around it. That's the essence of the pirating argument you either give the people what they want or they find ways to take it right and as as we the internet have proven many 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 times in the past if you do it right the great majority of people will pay what you ask if you do it well you make it accessible and you don't try and gouge people you can make money that's the i mean that's kind of the great thing about the internet as a as a money spending community as an eco, as an economy that if if it's really easy to support those that do it right and tell those that don't do it right to go fuck themselves or figure out what you know figure out a better way to do this you know yeah. there are there's so many it's it's being behind the times that's really i think the the overall the overarching umbrella that you have to use is being behind the times. For instance, I went on, uh, and I mean, you know, we're picking on NB- we're picking on NBC uh, for the Olympics, but I went on TNT the other day. Uh, I wanted to watch a show. Uh, what's it called? Perception. Um, spoiler alert! Terrible show. Don't watch it. But mm-hmm. it, it kind of. It, it, 
I, I saw a promo, got me interested. I get onto TNT.com to watch because they, they promote, oh, go to TNT.com, watch the whole show, and yada yada. I'm like, okay, I'll go to TNT.com, watch the whole show. Uh, because they don't have a, a, a direct view through uh, the, the TV. They don't have an on-demand service that's that's worth a shit. Mm-hmm. So I, I get on and I'm gonna watch it on. I'm gonna watch it online, no problem. Well, I pull it up and I start watching it, and I get into and, and first of all, it's not in HD, which is dumb. It should be in HD, period. Yeah. It should be in HD. Yeah. Uh, to, so then I, I get commercials. And I'm expecting Hulu-style one commercial. It might be a minute-long commercial, but I'm expecting, you know, I'm not against advertising and programming. I'm not against having to sit through a commercial. I understand the economy behind this. I get three and a half fucking minutes of commercials. Mm-hmm. Three and a half minutes of unskippable commercials watching a show on the internet. Yeah. What... The, and some of their commercials are just are just TNT promos back to back. Yeah, we're talking five TNT promos back to back for other TNT shows. Yeah, which tells me, being in the industry that I'm in, that they couldn't sell that time. Nope. I was I the first one. It, it didn't help that the show was just fucking god awful. I, I I go to the first the first one. I'm I'm sitting here and I was I think I was doing something else. The show had already lost my interest by that point. I was doing something else, and after a while, I was like, Jesus, it seems like I've been watching commercials for a really long fucking time. But then the show popped back on. I was like, okay. The next one, I, I took note of the little counter at the top of the... And I'm like, seriously? Three and a half minutes of commercials I have to sit through right now? That's egregious. I know, I, what the... What are we doing? Come on. Come on, guys. I mean, I mean with... over the air, I understand. Yeah. But, but that many completely unskippable commercials... On, on a product, I mean, and they they have such long fucking commercials. The product's not even in HD. If you want to, if you say, you know, all like Hulu does this pretty well. Uh, this this episode of blah 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 is brought to you by Procter and Gamble, and you're like, okay, well, you know, they have to they it char- it costs more to make it 1080 HD. I'm watching it in 1080 HD. I appreciate that. Let's see a commercial. I can understand a minute of commercials. I can understand a minute and a half of commercials. If you're giving me something that I that's worth sitting through that shit. If I'm getting a, a, a bullshit 480 SD version of your show and having to sit through three minutes of commercials that take 11 years to load. Yeah. You seriously just 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 pack up shop. You have yep. no fucking clue what you're doing. Hulu is ticking me off a bit because it's a subscription service, and I'm getting a minute and a half worth of commercials mm-hmm. at, at every at every drop of a hat. Well, Hulu's well, that's if you have Hulu Plus. Yeah, but still, that's that's treading. They're treading a very thin yeah. line at this point. That Netflix is better. Netflix is better about it, but they don't have the same you know fresh content, which is why you wind up having commercials. And I kind of get that. Right. I mean, and it's all a tr- it's all a trade. I mean, at a minute and a half to me is not that's not egregious. Right. Uh, because you're getting high quality content, you're getting the content that you want, and you, sure you have to sit through a minute and a half of commercials, but it's a minute. I mean, it's not that big a deal. It gives you just enough time to get up and you know go hit the head or grab a grab a drink and come back without having to sit through another you know two and a half minutes of commercials. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully they're not trending upward. I think tr- I think Hulu has proven that they they sort of know what their what their customers want, and they have a vocal enough fan base that if they really started to kind of creep up, 
mm-hmm. on adding more and more and more that their fan base would revolt. So I, I think that keeps them in check. But, I mean, the TNT thing just really just chapped my ass. I was really <laughs> seriously pissed off. But uh, this, this whole... This whole conversation actually leads in really well to something that has been... I know my Facebook page has been just completely demolished by this. I I, I have a feeling yours probably has too, Mm. and that's this whole Chick-fil-A thing. Mm. Now... I, I we're not going to get into the me, the the merits of what Chick-fil-A in case you don't know I'm going to go over it in 10 seconds. The presidency OO of Chick-fil-A came out and said I don't support um I don't I don't support gay marriage. I donate to causes that that go toward holding back gay marriage. In here's, response to that, yeah, here's here's a direct quote. Uh, he told this to the Baptist press that he supported the biblical definition of the family unit. Then he told the radio program the Ken Coleman show, "I pray God's mercy on our generation that has such a prideful, arrogant attitude to think that we would have the audacity to try to redefine what marriage is all about." End quote. And you know that's probably not the smartest thing for you to do. Uh about any topic that people are going to be passionate about if you like selling chicken sandwiches to everybody. But that's completely beyond the point. That's not yes. even that's not even a topic I want to discuss because that's for people who have much more serious podcasts than us. Right. However, what what came about as a direct result of that is the Jim Henson company who was supplying toys for Chick-fil-A's kids meals said, "Yeah, and we're going to go ahead and pull out here here guys. We're going to pull out and- yeah, we're we, not going to give you those, right. and we're going to donate the money to Glad. Yeah, we're we're not we're not interested. We're going to side with we're going to go the we're going to side with the people that you're siding against. Well, this is how this kind of all wraps in. So that's the issue that's gone on. The problem is the absolute colossal fuck up that has been in the in the time since then the Chick Fil A PR department. First of all. The guy, their their longtime PR guy died, which has not on, fr- on Friday. On at Friday, the end of this whole bad right. week, which which is is sad. There's, I mean, we don't know the guy, we know nothing about the guy. So to say, I'm glad that guy's dead is a terrible thing to say. That sucks. That just sucks. To say that he died as a result of this is also way, way, way too out. There. That's <laughs> yeah, not likely. So yeah, I don't know the, I don't know the background behind why he died, but but we can't I found imagine it to be ironic very ironic timing that and this we, is probably yeah. one of the biggest pr blunders of any company at least this year with the exception maybe of bp the one of the biggest pr blunders of this year and their pr guy just drops dead um but you know that's that was just kind of ironic what they really did was first of all jim henson uh, company pulled the uh pulled their toys that they were supplying to chick-fil-a well, Chick-fil-A responds, and I put responds in air quotes because they claim they didn't do this. They respond by by pulling, again I'm using air quotes, all of the toys from the Chick-fil-A kids meal, citing possible safety issues. And in the notice that they posted, it said something like, there are possible safety issues with getting fingers stuck. Now, no one's been injured or complained at all, but we're going to go ahead and pull them anyway because we're such good stewards of your children. Uh, that's as transparent as my grandmother's kitchen windows. It hit the internet. It didn't hit the internet like, oh, they pulled them because of no. It hit the internet as, look what these dumb motherfuckers at Chick-fil-A are trying to pull. <laughs> it's like, in a way, that felt 
largely insulting to the people that That's purchase exactly food at Chick-fil-A what it is. because they assume you're not smart enough to go online and see for yourself that this is what happened. I mean, it's just it's so just bad. It's just so bad. It's so bad that I can't I just can't say it's so bad enough. It's just the dumbest thing you could possibly... It's like it's like the scene in those shitty movies where the guy goes, You can't fire me! I quit! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like, You can't pull your, your Kermit the Frog finger puppets away from our kids' meal because we're going to pull them first. And, but doing that like two days later. Yeah. And as my last check, there have been nothing – there's nothing been posted on the Consumer Product Safety Commission's website of about course. these things. Of course. I mean, you know, in some places you want to say, let's debunk this. Let's make sure – you know, what? This is, this is so transparent you don't even need to debunk it. It's clear what's going on. Yeah. Now that leads into – now that was PR fuck-up number one that we can solely blame on Chick-fil-A, okay? We yeah. can completely, 100% solely blame it on Chick-fil-A. PR fuck-up number two came when uh, there's at least one post. There are more. But it appears now there's no proof of this, and we'll never have proof of this, but it seems highly coincidental that um, quite a few new Facebook accounts have been started that are focused primarily on defending Chick-fil-A from the people that are, uh, that are let's say, upset about your COO's stance on gay marriage and his and his, you know, funneling of funds to anti-gay marriage organizations. Now, again, the word of the day for Chick-fil-A, which is A rhymes and B is kind of Sesame Street-esque, the word of the day is transparent. Because, uh, for instance, I'm going to link this in the podcast page. It's from Gizmodo. But there's somebody posts on Chick-fil-A's wall that says, Admit it, Chick-fil-A, you stopped carrying Jim Henson's puppets as kid meal toys because you got dumped for being bigots, not because some kids got their fingers stuck. Now, three posts down, there is a a young lady whose name is Abby Farley, F-A-R-L-E, and it says it was taken back weeks before any of this. Check your infos, Chris, John 316. And Abby, Abby Farley is the... If you wanted to create a Facebook page that looks like you just created a bullshit Facebook page, uh, you would take notes on Abby Farley. Her her profile picture is clearly just some stock teen picture of a teenager. It's like on a white background, like, yeah. like she was shot in like like a seamless white room. It's just clear, and, and the the account was created like five hours before it started posting about these things. Now, and then someone posted a link to a picture Shutter, of the same girl, on Shutterstock. Yeah. Pretty redhead teenager isolated on white smiling stock photo. <laughs> and she posts again before that happens. It says, no, my friend went to Chick-fil-A three weeks ago and there was no toys. Durr. Now, again, I would like to point out we cannot we cannot 100% point this at Chick-fil-A because they have since denied this. I will, however, say this. I am 100% positive that Chick-fil-A had something to do with this. <laughs> it's it's just based on the whole the notice that we're pulling the Chick-fil-A toys and this now it might not have been, you know, Mr. Fillet that was doing these these Facebook posts, but it, but it's somebody. It's somebody. And some it's overzealous PR flack or overzealous, an intern overzealous staffer because they were in drop dead tailspin mode. Yeah. They had to have been, and and to, this is the kind of thing that happens 
when you're in that sort of a situation. Well, this is the kind of thing that happens when you're in that sort of a situation and no one knows what the fuck to do. Yeah. They just, they just, no one knows what the fuck to do. They're sitting here and they're desperately, desperately trying to make this work out okay for them. And they don't understand how the internet works. I would say they, they really don't understand society, you know, post 1980. It seems to me anyway. And it's just, it's like a comedy of errors and you just want to grab them and go, listen, stop it. Just stop doing this. They are dragging themselves through the mud. They're essentially trying to commit corporate online suicide in front of us. You have to know this is vitally important. You have to know how this whole thing works before you get involved with it. You can't create a Facebook page and just start throwing your shit out there. You have to know how this works. Because if you don't, you do stupid shit like this. It really is a whole big week that's going to be dissected later, especially in, like, if you're taking PR college courses. There are going to be seminars on this where they dissect the whole thing and go, here's what you don't. Here's how you get your ass kicked by the internet. Yeah. If you want to avoid getting your ass kicked by the internet, don't do these things. Don't transparency. Don't don't transparently lie about something that millions and millions and millions of people are going to see and go, oh well, that's a huge lie. Way to go, Chick Fil A, you dumb sons of bitches. And don't create. Just don't create a fake Facebook account. I don't care if you take great care and pains to make it. As realistic seeming as possible. Unless there's the goal... somebody on the internet that's smarter than you and has more time than you to prove that you are a lying son of a bitch. Oh. Unless the goal is to be a bottom feeding troll, don't act like one. Right. I mean, it, there's just there's just no there's really no getting around it. I mean, it makes you look worse by screwing this all up horribly. Yeah. So. Chick-fil-A has no idea what they're doing. They're just running they're running headlong into wall after wall. It reminds me of the hurdler, and you've seen these the funny hurdler videos where the hurdler goes off and like four or five guys break out ahead, but there's the one guy that hits every single hurdle. Uh, uh, and by the end he's limping and he's trying to crawl over the hurdles. Yeah. Chick-fil-A's run into about eleven thousand hurdles now. <laughs> and they're bleeding and they're broken bones. <laughs> And they're just 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 dragging themselves zombie like to the to the finish line, you know. It, it, regardless what you think, one way or the other, what Chick Fil A did, what the Henson Company did, what the response has been, we can all agree that Chick Fil A has essentially put the PR gun in its mouth and pulled the trigger. And hopefully they they get their act together for their sake, for the, for the hundreds of thousands of people who work for Chick-fil-A and the completely innocent franchise owners of Chick-fil-A. Hopefully Chick-fil-A gets their act together at least to a point where they don't, you know, go belly up because they still, they still make tasty, tasty chicken. Their, their food is fine. So I, I don't, I'm not a Chick-fil-A lover. I never have been. I know lots of people that are, I know people that can eat Chick-fil-A every single day for every single meal. And I truly believe that to be the case. Kids uh, don't eat Chick-fil-A every day for every single meal. Don't. It's just, it's just not good for you. Anyway, uh, moving away from talking about a company that has no idea what the fuck they're doing when it comes to the internet to a company that has slowly sort of become the internet for a lot of people. Um, really, I mean, 
Google, as we were talking about, Google and Facebook have essentially become the internet for a lot of people. It's yep. like it's like that's that's casual internet users are Google and Facebook, and that's the only place you ever need to go. Um, which, eh, I don't know. That's uh, that's the same sort of person for me that goes into a fancy restaurant, orders a steak, and gets it well done. Hey, you're wasting <laughs> your time. Uh, but Google is doing something really interesting and something that that is really good. It was announced, I believe, yesterday, and it's called Google Fiber. Now, Google Fiber is Google's attempt to, I'm going to call it hyper-high-speed internet. Google Fiber will, will provide internet service that is 100 times faster than broadband. We're talking 1 gigabit per second. Which is insanity. It is I mean, insanity. You that can is... download a full HD, 1080 HD movie in a matter of a minute. That's the kind of, you know, real-time, high-def, corporate conference call with video and, and other stuff sinking in type of internet that we're talking about here. This is, this is long-distance learning between universities that have dedicated fiber lines. Right. This is big-time stuff, and they're really pumping it all into one city as a test city. Well, probably... right. Right now, they're putting it into – they've decided on Kansas City because apparently right. people in Kansas City – uh, this is Kansas City, Missouri. People in Kansas City uh, were really super receptive to high-speed internet. I don't know why people in Kansas City were more than others, because they certainly didn't ask me. I'm. Well, you remember the contest that they did. I, I do remember the contest that they did. Um, I don't know what Kansas City did, but uh, way to go, guys, because you just fucking rocked it. Here's how it's going to here's, – here's how they're doing it. Now, the cost – you're probably thinking, well, what's this going to cost? The cost is $70 a month for internet. Or $120 a month for internet plus TV channels and DVR capability. That's pretty much on par with what you pay yeah. right now. I mean, yeah. that's not outside the realm of possibility for what you pay right now. Oh, and TV service, you also get a Nexus 7 tablet computer, which will act as your remote control. Because <laughs> Right, because fuck you, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, let's compare this to what we currently have. Let's say you're like me. You have cable internet. And that's it. It's 30 megabits per second, which is really fast. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, 65, 60-ish dollars a month. Mm -hmm. That's like saying, oh, you, you have a, a little Volkswagen Beetle. That's really nice. How about for the same payments, same payment per month, here's a Porsche. Yeah, here's a Ferrari. Not, on, not only a Porsche or a Ferrari, we're going to put a supermodel in the side seat <laughs> who is also a race car rally driver who is also going to give you tips. She also moonlighted as a porn star when she was a teenager. Just saying, that doesn't mean anything. Just saying. Oh, and did we tell you that you're paying the exact same amount? Yeah, the exact same amount. Here's the here's now you're thinking, where's the catch? Well, here's the catch for Kansas Cityans, um, Kansas, okay, Show yeah, me folk. Yeah. Um, to get the broadband service, if you're in Kansas City, to get the broadband service installed in your area. You have to get a critical mass of your neighbors to pay a deposit for Google to start stringing the fiber optic cables to your location. That's like 40 to 80 households. Now, you're probably thinking, oh, but Jeremy, a deposit? What is it, like $1,200? Because then I understand how this is. It's $10! $10! You pay three times that for a pizza. Ten fucking dollars! 
ten dollars because i thought the same thing i was like okay it's gonna be like fifteen hundred dollars that's where the it's ten goddamn dollars <laughs> i get i would there's the meme here why can't take my money i can't give it to you fast enough what? I, $10. I can't put it through the screen it's not happening it's ten dollars that's 40 like to 80 homes in your area to give google ten dollars and they will give you access to broadband internet access it's a hundred times faster than what you have right now for exactly what you're paying which means here's how you do it's like this. The, if this were re- if this information were released on April first, I would call it bullshit. Yeah, I, like there's no fucking way. This, this is, is like this is like those those emails that you get that say forward this email and to everyone you forward it to, Microsoft will give a dying child a puppy. <laughs> You're like, okay, that's too good to be true. That's ridiculous. No, this is real. This is happening yeah. in our lifetime. It, this is how this is how it will probably work. You're in a suburb of Kansas City and you hear about I this. Will be soon. This. Right, right. <laughs> people are, my shit up and people are gonna leave. move to Kansas City. <laughs> people are gonna move to Kansas City. You'll have tech companies that move to Kansas City because, you know, broadband. Uh but you're in the suburbs. You hear about this. You go, hmm, I'm an enterprising young lad. Say, am I seven, I'm 17, 18. What am I going to do? I'm going to find the local Girl Scout troop. I'm going to have the local Girl Scout troop go door-to-door on their cookie route. At the end of the day, I will have the critical mass. <laughs> and I will get my broadband. It's just insane. That's how simple this is. It's just insane. Like I said, if 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 I hadn't read this myself, if someone just told me this, I'd go, oh, check out what Google's doing. About halfway through, I would be rolling my eyes, going, whatever. You c- Clearly, you fucked this up somewhere. Your tiny brain cannot comprehend what you have read, and now you're telling me shit that's completely half true, and I'm going have, gonna to have to go read this. This is true! This is happening to people in Kansas City. That's the only bad part about this, is that I don't live, that I don't live in Kansas City. Right. I mean, it's it's amazing that this is going and uh, i mean this is going to be wildly successful let's be honest uh you can kind of tell that it's coming it's like you see an explosion in the distance you know eventually the shockwave is going to hit you knock you on your ass going to be awesome um probably not in an explosion sense but uh, okay the metaphor broke down but you're (laughs) gonna it's gonna be badass and in a couple of years this is gonna be everywhere and um, I'm starting to kind of consider maybe going around and asking people where I live so I can just be ready to go when this happens <laughs> to me. I can just be fucking ready to go. Like, I'm going to get everyone's Facebook information and say, let me get your email address and get, like, a big list of people's email address. That way, when it comes out, I'm going to, the time is now. Bring There's me your $10. There's going to be a Google Street View car that rolls into town and they get to the outskirts. They kind of stop and because there's a crowd of people standing there with clipboards and little bags and they're, little they're bags kind of waiting. Of like, come on. No, you're Go almost ahead. here. Just just come Keep here. Coming. Come they're like, that's, that's kind of creepy, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of. Take my money. <laughs> take my money or and take give me. Take me internet. with you, please. Oh, my God. It's going to be. Take me with you, Google car. <laughs> take me to the land of broadband internet. I uh, I was at now I'm originally uh, I, I'm from Arkansas I've I've lived here the better portion of my life I wasn't born here but I I have lived here the better portion of my life and I was in as I mentioned before I was in Altus which is Arkansas wine country and if you're rolling your eyes go fuck yourself because Arkansas wine country is awesome um but there was a guy who was selling what was he selling hang on he was selling uh, roasted nuts. Uh, fresh roasted nuts that are covered with uh, cinnamon and other good things that taste good and are not good for you. And uh, he had that exact same accent. 
and I talked to him for like 15 minutes because it delighted me. He had that exact same accent. You want buy some roasted nuts? You want buy some roasted nuts? And not everyone in Arkansas talks like that, um, but that guy did, and he was awesome. <laughs> not everyone in Arkansas talks like that. Most people at Arkansas festivals talk like that. Yeah, they do, because Arkansas festivals are awesome. He also had something called Candy Sand. Aru? Candy Sand. It's Is that like rock candy that's been ground down? I think it might be, but uh, uh, it, it, was, it was good. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, so Google Fiber, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to post, if you don't believe me and I, and it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me if you didn't. Now, if you, now this would be a very elaborate prank. Um, but if you don't believe me, I'm going to post, it's an escapist article and escapist is a legitimate thing that people post things on. Uh, go read it. All right. It'll blow your mind. I mean, <laughs> It's really incredible that this is happening, and I just wish it were happening here. And it will be happening here sooner rather than later. I, I give it, I give it six months to a year, and it'll think, start hitting the major metropolitan areas, and then it'll filter out from there. I, th- I, th- I think longer. I think two years, just to get infrastructure laid, to get major, um, you know, work done, and, and to have it spread. And then when you start seeing, you know companies relocating to Kansas City when you see moves happening you know the the kinds of people who care about extremely uber fast internet mm-hmm. who are also the kinds of people that lots of cities want to move in mm-hmm. highly educated higher earning you know those type of people right when they all start moving to Kansas City and everyone kind of looks around and says wait what the oh crap google Google, come here. We need all the Googles. We need all the Googles. Bring your Google magic and sprinkle it on our town. <laughs> oh, I'm super pumped about this. I mean, even though it's – it's, it, I, I'll agree. It's probably closer to two years, at least for me. It's two probably closer to two years, years away. Let's put it this um, way. On, Arkansas is always the last to get anything fun like this. This so is true, but but I will say this, and the this article makes a really good point. We've had the same – we haven't had a significant update in internet delivery technology in 16 years. Yeah. Um, Which means I think this might move a little bit faster with as, with as important as the internet is to everybody now. And as you know, popular as the internet is, I feel like an idiot saying that as popular as the internet is, it shouldn't be popular. It should just be a part of your life. It's one of those things, but it's, it's gotten, it's gotten a popularity now. It's not something that just nerds do or, uh, you know, your mom is on the internet now. It's the, it's the, the, the we effect, you know, your grandma's on the internet now. Um, it's not something for, it's becoming something for everybody. Your grandma's on the internet now is a shareholder in Zynga and is a hardcore gamer. (laughs) But, uh, it's, it's been, I think it'll go a little faster than two to five years. And um, well, to be frank, this years. kind of innovation, this is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. You have you need a company that has more money than you know the government at this point mm-hmm. that comes out and flat out says we are going to basically shower money into your town. You will be a hand puppet for what we want to do, and you will puke money. That's the way this is going to work. We're going to come in. We're going to put it all in. You're going to grow by leaps and bounds, whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. and then everyone else is going to want this, and that's what the way it's going to happen. That's what happened should should happen with cars. That's what should happen with electric cars. Yeah. They should come out and flat out subsidize the city, to the yeah. ground. Pick a the city, 
equip that city with the recharge stations and make these new cars really cheap to buy and to own and and just look at what happens in the in the town the same thing you know? that they do with video game consoles mm-hmm. they they pay out the wazoo and they don't make money on video game consoles when they first sell mm-hmm. then after time and production they they get to the mm-hmm. point where it becomes profitable and every unit they sell makes money that's that's the way it should be it's with the long with, with electric car or also how they uh, how they sell and market tacos with uh, Dorito shell oh man same way they did oh, man. That. I had I had one. I had one, and it was such a fusion of different things that I don't think I could handle another one. What's uh, and I know we're we're like six months late to this party. Um, I didn't really taste that much of a difference. So I'm I'm the exact opposite of you, I guess. I didn't taste that much of a difference. So meh, I must whatever. have got you know how you open a bag of Doritos and, and there's, there's the, one, the one I, Dorito. I actually have a funny Doritos uh, Doritos story. Does it have to do with same vein? Does it have to do with that single solid? Yes. Oh. Now, I, I haven't told that story on this podcast yet. I'm Not starting the podcast. To, okay. Because but... if I'm starting to repeat stories I'm telling on the podcast, <laughs> that's that's a scary thing that could happen. Anyway, I was uh, – that's something I was at a – I actually, I think it was a church youth group deal. And um, I – yeah, let that sink in for a minute. I was at uh, – we were at somebody's house and we were playing like games and blah, 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 blah. And somebody had gone and bought really big bags of Doritos, but they had gotten them at like a like a discount outlet. They were like the big industrial size bags of yep. Doritos. And the first – the Doritos, they, they tasted – they were really bland. They just tasted kind of like tortilla chips, which is the, the, fine, the finest hint of Dorito uh, powdery stuff on them. Well, as we got down and got kind of eating more, they were still, you know, and there were, there were probably 15 or 20 of us here uh, at this, at this whole thing. I don't even remember why I was there. I think I was invited by a friend of mine, but uh, at the bottom or near the bottom of the bag was the reason that the uh, Doritos were so bland. And it was because there's this big chunk of flavoring of just pure concentrated Doritos flavoring. And funny enough, it was actually the, it was like the shape of a Dorito. Like you would think that it would just be like a block or a ball. It was actually the shape of a Dorito. I don't know why they do that, but But the entire thing was solid, It was solid Dorito flavoring. Okay. It was concentrated Dorito flavoring. And it was, I mean, it was, it was pretty hard. I mean, it was like you could bite into it and it was kind of crumbly, but it was solid enough that you could pick up with your hand. And of course, we're like, oh, that's really weird. These are some these are some crappy ass chips, dude. And uh, so after about a minute of people going, that's really strange. Of course, somebody goes, so when did you take a bite of the Dorito, the Dorito thing? And uh, in my brain, my brain tells me to go, (laughs) no, (laughs) no, that's not what we're going to do. Um, but I, of course, am pushing people to do this because I just kind of want to know what happens. Uh, but some, some dumb asshole in this, is like, oh, I'll do it. No problem. And, uh, he takes the little, the Dorito, the concentrated Dorito, uh, flavoring, and he just takes a bite out of it and he takes, kind of eats it. And then he gets about three chews into it. And like his mouth kind of starts to like ripple, like, and his eye and he's, his eyes start to water and he's like starts to try and get outside. We're like, what the fuck? Outside projectile vomit. <laughs> projectile vomit. I it just I did not expect I expected it to be like, oh my god, I gotta rinse my mouth out. That's disgusting. Projectile vomit. Just <laughs> he was like it was like a fire hose. He was just <laughs> 
<laughs> so I don't know what it is. Well, he's been eating Doritos before. <laughs> right. But I don't know what it is about concentrated Dorito-ness, the essence of the Dorito. But, I mean, it hit him like a ton of bricks. He I mean, just off the just burr, flavor gone. elevated to another level of consciousness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he let's let me put it this way. He didn't reach Dorito Nirvana. <laughs> no, <laughs> he overshot Dorito Nirvana and landed and went in, straight into Nir- Dorito Cthulhu. Yeah, <laughs> some sort of I, I it wouldn't imagine it wouldn't surprise me if he saw the old god while he was vomiting pure Dorito essence. But it was oh man, it was it, it was something I clearly will never forget. Uh, <laughs> Here's uh, a better question. How do we recover from that? Well, uh, vomiting Dorito essence? I don't know. Let's talk about Mop. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about World of Warcraft. Uh, I Okay, we've we've covered... It's been a while since we've talked about WoW um, because there's just been a lot of other stuff going on, and, and I think that goes to show how I would point to the, uh, the World of Warcraft kind of becoming less and less of a... Th- thing as a really super important thing at least to people in general um but they have uh, announced that um mist of pandaria uh what i affectionately call mop will launch september 25th of this year yep two months they, they announced it earlier this week on the 25th so two months from when they announced it right so it's now there's been now russell is still you still kind of play wow yeah, I've logged in, I think, three times in as many months. So you barely... Because I'm on... You're on... Because I'm of... on... I'm on the manual pass. Right. So I'm still paying for it. But I did so so I could get Diablo 3 free. At the time, I thought that was a good deal. I still think it was a good deal. Um, and I think that this is going to hit right about the time most of those annual pass subscriptions are going to run out. Or at least a month away from it. Uh, which is good timing on their part. Uh-huh. But I'm... I'm just not playing WoW anywhere near the level that I was. And I stopped. You could say, well, Summer Doldrums, you know, the, the, the end of the expansion Doldrums. I stopped playing before the last patch of the last expansion came out. Mm-hmm. I haven't killed Deathwing, the big, big, badass boss. Mm-hmm. And whenever I, you know, first heard of this expansion, I was like, oh, Deathwing, because he's so massively large, there's no way you can just fight him. And Macy had this theory that you're going to fight you know, on his back or on him, like as a stage, and we turned out to be right. And, you know, all these different, you know, cool, it's going to be like God of War, it's going to be so awesome. I completely burned out and have not touched it and have not played that raid at all. Now, I have the exact same story, except my story takes place in Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah, one one expansion prior, exact same situation. The exact same situation where I played it, I did whatever, I was, you know, top rating, blah, 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 and then I just lost the drive to play it. And I, I mean, partially because I, partially because of some things that Blizzard did that I didn't really care for, and partially because it's just, I, I've said it before, I don't think I'm built to, to play MMOs, but... But yeah, that's that's sort of been my whole deal with with the entire thing. So, I, I, so where are you on Mist of Pandaria exactly? Like, what I is your? Will, 
at this point, I believe I will purchase it, but it'll be mostly out of inertia. Macy's going to play it because, you know, she's still playing occasionally. She is not playing anywhere near as much as she used to because she's a PhD student, so that's kind of taking precedence. Mm -hmm. But she is still occasionally playing and likes to have it there to play, and that's, you know, her go-to game. So she is still going to play it. She's still going to be, you know, the officer in the guild, in our guild, and she's still going to do that. I'm probably going to get back into it and give it a give it a fair shot because there is enough stuff in it that deserves it that I need to try it out at least. And and let me kind of rattle off the bullet points. Yeah, talk first about Pokemans. Off, yeah, first off, you got pet battles. Pokemans. <laughs> it's an, it is ex, it is exactly like Pokemon. It is 100 it is so so much like Pokemon that you can find without without even trying a dozen different videos machinima from WoW with the Pokemon theme song. <laughs> I mean, it's they're not even trying. Right. It's it is ex the exact same thing. You have companion pets which up until now have been largely cosmetic. They've been rewards, they've been collector's edition things, but now they're going to have stats and you can field a team of like 3 of them <laughs> and you can go out and battle and capture pets loose you in can the wild. Catch, oh my god. You can catch pets. That's the thing. Oh all my those god, all the hilarious. little hilarious. I just yes, thought they could battle. Yes. Like no. I've I've seen a couple of comment threads on No, you uh, knock them out and can catch Oh my them. god, that's hilarious. And really thing, wow. All really? the little all the little critters, all the little critters around like Goldshire right, or the different right. you know places, they're all wild pets that you can battle out in the wild. <laughs> And you can capture them, and then they become companion pets that you can well, then battle with. Well, appeared. Do you take its candle? Um, <laughs> wow, I didn't realize no, yeah, yeah, yeah. that far uh, that's, the rabbit hole. I thought it, you just sat exactly around and like played that. the... So you could conceivably start a character and only play Pokemon. <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. And this is this is a good thing. Oh, what And a, this is why. No, 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 no. Ridiculous. Hear me out. When you reach the end of what – like you just said, you make a character that just plays the pet battles. What is there to do long-term in World of Warcraft? You do PvP. You raid. You can run dungeons, but that's a fool's errand at best. You can play the auction house, which is also – when you get into it, you can make money with relatively no problem. And you can make scads and gobs of money if you actually put your mind to it. Mm -hmm. Um and I'm talking like maxed out million plus gold across all your characters amounts of money. Right. It is possible very easily. Uh, it just takes time and effort. And for some people, that's that's the mini that's the game for them. They enjoy playing the auction house. And frankly, that's a viable way to play the game. But that's kind of it. And there haven't been any real, you know, new end game things where people can play and continue to play and continue to play because eventually you're going to reach the end of the raid. Then what's next? Heroic modes. Then you reach the end of heroic modes. And when you're farming heroic modes, you know, some people get to that point three months, six months into the expansion and they have nothing else left to do. So they go away, they go away because they have been, you know, been burning themselves out like crazy and they don't play anymore because that's what they see as the end game. With pet battles, you have a new end game. You can, you know, do these uh, – I know that there are quests involved with them that will teach you how to play trainers that you go battle. Oh, nice. I said primarily to see if you would just completely break down again. 
no, seriously, no. No, there if, are you, like, if you started talking about the well, there's a guy there that gyms. teaches you how to to play Pokemon, and his name is uh, his name is Doctor Maple, and he. It's going to be something really similar because you <laughs> know you know that. The oh reference... my god, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. But it's I'm honestly. The hey, most... we've uh, we've just defeated the uh, the main boss. The entire uh, act was uh, built on, and uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's all this great lore and and backstory and world changing events. Of let's go play Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna? Uh... Be, what are you gonna go do next? I'm gonna go capture Wild Phoenix pet. <laughs> you. You've just defeated one of the most powerful evils ever to grace the shores of Pandaria. What are you going to go do now? I'm going to go play Pokemon with a seven-year-old girl, and I'm going to knock out her Charizard. Here's the best part. Here's the best part. This can't possibly be the best part. The best part is long past. WoW Insider has transmogrification guides where you can change the appearance of your character without get without changing your equipment. So that you know, you can look a certain way. You can you make yourself have, look like. Can you give yourself? You can make yourself now? look like the characters from Pokemon. That's hilarious. Like Ash and Misty to a certain extent, <laughs> but you can do that. Oh my god! Okay, um, all are... the stuff that you said is great and happy, fun, shiny town. But this is World of Warcraft. Yes, it's so that's not. A, that's it, it's not. It's not Disney Playhouse. If the game, if you get to the end of the game and there's nothing else to do, adding Pokemon's in, and okay, I, I would also like to note that I know that it's Pokemon. I'm I'm actually way more familiar with Pokemon than you might imagine. Um, just let that sink in. But uh, I'm saying Pokemon's because I find it to be funny. Uh, right. It's it's that's you, you don't add that on there and say well this is where you can go you add that on there because your fan base is 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 getting or you're you're to me this is they're desperately trying to keep people in now they're and trying to hold people that are rushing off to to a lesser extent star wars tour guild wars 2 is really starting to pick up right now to yeah that's a ridiculous true. amount um lord secret of the rings online secret world is yeah. this is to me it's it's blizzard has their big pause trying to grab all of their players as they're running away and now they're using pokemans to to keep a contingent together oh but you now can take be, your chinese to dragon fair, to be perfectly fair players have asked for this They've asked for this. I'm sure they have. But it, uh, like other things that they have asked for. This is just one of the things that Blizzard that's not sat down and said. Game is, that's, not, that's not the game. That is not the game. The game would, is the game. And it's just... It's, it's one facet of the game. I would argue the auction house isn't the game, okay, but for well, some people it is. Well, let me put it this way. Okay? Uh, fancy restaurant versus McDonald's. Yeah. What's the difference? A uh, fancy restaurant doesn't have a play place. Right. McDonald's has a play place. Some. By and large. McDonald's has a play place. Right. WoW is the McDonald's. <laughs> WoW is becoming the McDonald's of computer games. Yeah. I will agree with that. I, I, you, you don't go, I mean, you might still go to McDonald's occasionally, but no one says McDonald's is good. Yeah. No one says that it's great for you and it's great fun. 
Mc- so World of Warcraft is the McDonald's of the internet now. So so what you're saying is pet battles are kind of like the fruit cups at McDonald's. I'm saying they're, they're uh, there and they fill a purpose, but no one actually goes to McDonald's for them. Right. I'm saying that the pet battles, Pokemon. I'm just gonna call it Pokemon's or Pokemans because that is funnier to me. Pokemans in World of Warcraft is a lot like the play place. Um, you get bored, you go slide on the slide. <laughs> You're finished with your Big Mac. You feel like you're gonna explode. Uh, go jump in the ball pit. You know, Pokemans. <laughs> it's... All right, so let me so let me finish off the bullet list because that's I would say that we're not that's... even done yet. No, what are they that's okay, like one fifth. Are there mechs? Are we gonna? Uh, no. What are we doing now? Uh, can you become? Is there guitar hero at some point? In time? <laughs> that's like this is basically one fifth of the stuff that you're getting in Pandaria. Here's here's the rest of this. Like First to know off, how Pandaria ties into suddenly yes. being able to play Pokémons. <laughs> First off, Pandaria, right? This for people who have not been in Warcraft at all or who only know World of Warcraft, you may have heard about Pandaria or if you're on the outside you're like what the hell do pandas have to do with, you know, fantasy Warcraft stuff? They're way back when uh Blizzard's art director, Samwise Didier, uh drew pandas into the game as kind of an easter egg thing and he jokingly made a reference to this you know group of panda people and fans loved it um they were so enthralled with it that they decided to go ahead and add in a character that was a pandaren in warcraft 3 uh at the very end you have this almost proto world of warcraft rpg-esque adventure that you can run around in that that explains the founding of Duratar, where the the orcs lived. Uh, and and one of the characters that you got in your little party was Chen Stormstout, and he was a Pandaren brewmaster who you know had these crazy uh, alcoholic alchemical brews that he made that he drank, and you know he was a drunken boxer, martial artist, panda, which which is completely crazy and wacky and out there, but it's World of Warcraft, and that's you know partly their shtick. So you have pandas. They've existed in the game. Pandaria is where they're from, and it's been kind of closed off from the rest of the world for, you know, since the Sundering, tens of thousands of years ago. Mists have surrounded the island. Some pandas leave and adventure in the world at large, but by and large, no one goes to Pandaria. You can't find it. Right. Now, based on probably the cataclysm that happened when Deathling ripped himself out into the world, the mists around Pandaria have disappeared. And people are beginning to get access to Pandaria. And pandas who have been outside of Pandaria are beginning to, you know, adventure wider into the world. As a result, you have Pandaren characters you can now make. They start uh, on the Wandering Isle, which is this kind of haven for Pandarens that are not on Pandaria. And it's a giant turtle. And it's swimming about in the ocean. And, you know, they understand that that something is happening in the world at large, so they leave to go figure out what's going on and how they what, what they can do about it. Okay, so and that's, that's why you get that's the lore that and, and that yes. could have been uh, that's know. the lore that's the lore for how Pandaren wind up in the world at large. This is also the first time that you're getting a neutral quote unquote uh, race because you can play a Pandaren for the Alliance or for the Horde, and playing through the starting experience, which I've done on the beta, explains kind of why some Pandaren go for one and why some Pandaren go for the other, and it gives you a choice. At the end of that starting experience, you can choose to either belong to the Horde or the Alliance. Right. Some people don't like the experience. Some people think it's a little, you know, 
too gimmicky just to get them involved with a with one rate to explain why you're they're splitting into these two groups but it it's kind of what you have to do if you want to have this and i'd argue that the goblins would have made a perfect example of a race that could have done that but they gave them to the horde and you know explained why that happened but now they're actually doing it with the pandaren i'm cool with it with the pandaren you also get the monk class they're uh, healers tanks and dps so they're kind of like paladins in that regard but they use lighter armor leather armor you know they're going to use the same kind of armor that druids mm-hmm. typically wear or rogues mm-hmm. and they are kung fu fighters and you can be monks of almost every other race except for worgen and goblin which are the brand new races right so you have monks you have pandas and then once you get to you know high level past 85 you have pandaria which is you know the home world or the homeland and the alliance and the hordes war has started to spill over onto pandaria and the pandaren have their own stuff that's happening now there is uh the the primary enemies are going to be probably a group called the shah which are basically negative emotions that have coalesced into these creatures and they can uh like think of the smoke monster from lost no please don't (laughs) they can kind of uh take on these forms like big dragons or they Mm -hmm. can haunt and uh, possess even you know Pandaren or other people who let themselves get to the point where they're overcome by these negative emotions like greed or wrath or and, something like that. And that's how we got Scientology. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's actually and very that, Scientology if and you, pa- uh, if you read about Thetans and whatnot. Yeah, and the Pandaren for tens of thousands of years have been very Zen-like and and you know trying to resist these influences now you have the horde and the alliance who are just coming al- coming along and you know trying to claim pandera and trying to get the pandarans to fight for them who are throwing the whole way of life into disarray and that's the questing experience at the start of mists of pandaria here's another bit about the way the game is designed the way the story is going to play out there is no at this point big Put them on yeah, the box and we've, and we've, and we've discussed, discussed, that, discussed that at length, I think. The fact that they're doing more episodic and it's not going to be a big whatever and it's going to be more than, you know, that's, yeah, because most that's of all big, well and good. And, and we, we have all talked about that. Most of the big ones that. are gone. Most of the well, big ones are gone at this point. Until you invent a new one. I mean, it's, yeah, you can't, you can't, be, you can't be gone because, I mean, it's intellectual most property. Of the you just invent pre, a new one. Most of the pre-existing known lore villains like the Lich King – like to a point, you know, Archimonde from uh, the Burning Crusade, like Deathwing, they've been taken care of. Blizzard is to a point writing lots and lots of brand new lore and forging a path that does not involve hearkening back to previous lore established in games like Warcraft 3. Mm. That's that's a significant step. You can navel gaze and talk about it all you want to, but it is still a significant step. To me, everything that they're doing in, in, in MOP, and we need to wrap this up pretty quickly, but yeah. to me, everything they're doing in MOP furthers my newly uh, minted um, uh, McDonald's of online gaming. You have Pandarens, and you can be a Pandaren of either race. Well, sure, you can. that keeps them from having to build two races and balance them. Um, it's just very... You know, it's it's just very uh, like it is. It just it's more as I've said before. I feel like World of Warcraft is kind of 
to an extent beginning to circle the drain as far as and has and has circled the drain quite a while if you're looking at them uh, their sort of dominance in MMOs which has you know I mean they're they're leaking players like never before and you know I, it's not something for me I'm I'm glad that there are going to be some people that are super interested in 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 doing it and but if you're looking at trends and you're me, you see uh, Mist of Pandaria as, you know, the third to last expansion we'll see for World of Warcraft. I don't think it's going to be the third to last, but here's what I think. This is like building a tower. You build it taller and taller and taller, and it starts to sway. And it's really been swaying at this right. point. You've already had bricks falling off the top. If you – Blizzard can go one of two ways. Either – the tower is going to crack, and it's going to fall, and you're going to be left with a portion of what you had before. Or they're going to find some way to try and write it and keep it and sustain it. And I think that's going to be See, difficult if next to impossible. Well, but I would say they have two I ways of going. I don't, think, I don't think it's possible for them to build that tower any higher. I don't think you're going to see the subscriber numbers climb no, no, no. any and, and, real higher. I think if you take the if you take that same metaphor, which is a great one, you say there are two ways of doing this. They can either continue to build on to WoW and continue to add stuff and continue to muddy it down, and it can go higher and higher and higher until eventually the entire thing collapses, or they can stop, and they can leave it where it is and attempt to improve what they have in the game. That's what I'm saying. I right. think that they—that's that second choice. Yeah, and I don't think they're gonna. I think they're gonna continue to do what they're doing, because they make a lot of money when you have to buy a new uh, expansion set. They make a lot of money when they get new dis- new subscribers. That that bump in subscribers whenever there's a new expansion that comes out, which is which is significant enough that it keeps them from doing it. But I think they'll continue to to mortar onto this tower until eventually people go. You know what? The game is not even playable anymore. There are seven. There are seven million different things you have to do or can do, and it's just become far too bland and and spread out for me. And I, I guess we'll see. It'll be interesting, though. I'll probably look up some YouTube videos uh, directly after this of um, people in WoW playing Pokemans. Yeah, there's, uh, lots, there's lots of them available now because they've been on the yeah, beta, beta for, a, for while. a while for a little bit now i mean the beta's been going on for a while but pet battles the way that they've been iterated now have just been introduced for about a month or less i think so you you, you have pretty good uh, a look at what it's like right now and you can check it out on the podcast page i'll send a link there um as always the music you're listening to right now is op prop featuring asset check them out on uhort.no you can also check us out on twitter uh joining the conversation at us at gir podcast you can also shoot us an email if you have a problem with anything we say or if you have your own funny dorito story uh or funny vomit story you can send that to gir podcast at gmail.com um for russell this is jerry thanks for listening i wanna be the very best like no one ever was to catch them is my real test to train them is my cause pokemon, pokemon. pokemon.